Bobby Bones post-show pre-show. Did you guys see Joe Exotic's Instagram post after he did not receive a pardon? No. no. So apparently, <laughs> apparently they told him he was going to get one. Ugh. Who did? Part of that administration. Mm. They were 100% sure because they had been told it was coming. Dang. That's why he hired the limo driver. That's why they had it already. That's depressing for him. Yesterday, after not receiving a pardon, he made this post from his account. Quote, I was too innocent and too gay to deserve a pardon. I only matter to Don Jr. We need to make a comment about me to boost his social media. Boy, were we all stupid to believe he actually stood for equal justice. His corrupt friends, I'm glad. Anyway, by the way, let's not forget the guy I tried to kill... Carol Baskin tried to hire somebody to kill Carol Baskin. Before we all start feeling bad for Joe Exotic, yeah, it sucks if he was told that and didn't get it. He's in for like some real stuff. And he can post while he's in jail? Someone probably posted for him. I think oh. yeah, probably Dylan. Behalf. Okay. Who, oh. who he talks to. He, um, he deserves to serve time. He tried to hire a hitman to kill Carol Baskin. Can you imagine how annoying he'd be if he's released? Oh. Uh, I mean, we'd get more of him for sure. Terrible. I just. If he was told that, that stinks. But also, he doesn't deserve to get out. Right? Does anyone feel like he does? No. I mean. No, I don't. I don't know. what. How long do you serve if you just hired a hitman that didn't? Just? Actually, no, I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, just hire a hitman? No, because like, hiring him and then her actually dying would be different. True. Sure. So, he also has animal charges against him. Oh, yeah. Um, 22 years is what he's supposed to serve. But Carol Baskin was talking because they asked her about it. And she said, hey, listen, he can actually get out earlier if he talks about who's in that trade of moving animals. Like, he can sing and get out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, the they headline. With drug dealers. The headline is, Carol Baskin is thrilled Joe Exotic did not get a pardon. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with him not getting one. I thought it would be interesting for a minute, but you know we don't. You know he'd be on the show next week. <laughs> Doing interviews. We were like, no, be on this show. Joe, what up, buddy? (laughs) Eddie texted me yesterday and said, thanks again for making me take this class. Did you guys take your Bobby class yet? I did. Huh? Two hours of my life. I won't get back because of you. Well, you'll have to if you haven't yet. I got fined a million dollars by the FCC. And because of that, the whole company has to take a test now on FCC regulations. (laughs) When was it due? I, I just saw it came down the email yesterday. Yet. You got time. Yeah, you have time. Oh, normally I'm always the one they send out oh, emails a week the later. Email, like, and they're like, this was due a week ago. You have yet to take the test. I'm like, oh, my bad. My friend Tommy Chuck, who runs the stations in Tampa, sent me a video of him taking it going, yeah. sitting here taking my Bobby Bones test. <laughs> yeah, that's the Bobby Bones test for sure. I took one with my son. Like He sat with me and watched me do it for a little bit. And he lasted about, I don't know, a minute. And he's like, all right, I'm bored, Dad. I'm like, yeah, we'll get you. That, this is going to be life for you. I'm going to play Raymundo's leaked audio that he has saved for how long, Ray? 12 months. And so why did you des- decide to save this 12 months ago? It's funny. Never hear Amy say some of this stuff. Oh, she was boy. cutting commercials, and usually on the air, she's prim and proper. In this clip, <laughs> she's anything but that. It's oh. a 25-second clip. <laughs> what? But why wow. would you, Hold on. But why wouldn't you just bring it the next day? Like, why did we wait a year? Uh, I don't know. And by we, I mean you. Some of this stuff, you just let it go so it's in the past, maybe so you don't get upset about it, so you'll think it's funny as well. Okay, yeah, I'm trying to think a year ago. This is oh, man. Amy I, Brown, uncut. Pre-COVID. <laughs> and you'll hear some small beeps. That's just what? the separating of the scenes. It wasn't swear words. Okay. It means, yeah, so every time she was starting over, beep, not the F word. It was just separating. <laughs> right, because I, yeah. Go, okay, here you go. 
Again, also I need to know where the dollar's going. It was 33 seconds. There's no way. That's a waste. This is, this is not 60 seconds, and it's all highlighted. I guess it is 60. I just suck. That sucks. Like, that sucks. Bobby doesn't even barely like to do stuff like that. There's no time here. There's no time. Like, screw the 30s and 15s. Wow! <laughs> what? Oh, man. Screw the 30s and 15s. Yeah, screw those 30s and 15s. Wow, wow, wow. That wow. means 30-second spots and 50-second spots. Yeah. Dang. What was hey, I? Mar- Mariah. <laughs> what's I do not know. What did I, I not even like to do? Bobby, if that if he had brought that to us the next day, I would have probably been able to explain to you it. I have no idea what was happening in that moment or why I was so frustrated. All I can say is it must have been a day, you know? Must I hear a day in your in your voice there. One of those days. That was one day? We, that was one, right, that was one day, right? One was, session? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, one oh, wow. session. I mean, yeah. <sighs> well, Who were you yelling at in those clips? Yourself or like someone? <laughs> you heard me tell myself I suck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't know if you were looking but at somebody through the window. Who were you telling window. to screw the 15s and 30s? Like the no, paper? No, I mean, or? it's normally just me alone in Bobby's office. So I wasn't talking to anybody but myself and whoever, you know, Ray or somebody that's audio, uh, editing. I don't know. I'm just so glad they edited <laughs> Could you imagine if that ended up on the air? Well, that's often what I worry about when I cut spots, that they're going to leave something in mm-hmm. where I'm just like, this is not written right. And I'll have to go back and fix it myself. Yeah. And I'm ready to hear, hey, guys, check out HelloFresh. This is not written right. Yeah. Anyway, Bones 10 is the, <laughs> but luckily Scuba's been, nails it. What? Yeah. So same thing happened. I, I did this yesterday just so people know where the frustration comes from. It's not really at any given person, but almost just myself. Like when s- some stations write the numbers like 1017, the bull, 1017, right? And then some, whoever's doing these program directors or somebody, they type out 108. O-H, seven, they seven, oh, point one, and they type it all out, and that throws me. I don't understand that. So I know yesterday for sure in some stuff I sent off, I'm like, one, oh, <laughs> and then I get all, I'm really frustrated myself because I can't read properly, and so then I'm like, who types out the numbers? Why do they do this? And so Man. there's probably audio of Man. that. Life's tough. But I don't, <laughs> no, I'm just trying to justify the audio. It's really no, a nobody know. other than myself. I hear it, yeah. It's, we're doing it live. Who's that guy? Bill O'Reilly. Yeah. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. F it. You got to be careful because like, when I worked in TV in Austin, somebody got fired by it because somebody that was really mad at the talent let one of those things go on air. <gasps> Yeah, and they said they, a bad word. Yeah, and, and he, they both got fired. But he went fired. to ESPN. That was the best thing to happen to him. For sure. Got fired. You know the story. And got a job at ESPN. Yes, but they both got fired. Oh, really? The person that let it go and then the talent. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So hmm. careful. Uh, let's see. According to research, whose body can fight off colds easier, Amy? Men or women? Women. The ladies have a little bit of an edge when it comes to fighting colds because women have better immune systems than men. Estrogen gives women a better natural defense system against bacteria and viruses. I was talking to Caitlin yesterday. She said, because I mentioned to her that you were uh, listening to the Matthew McConaughey book. Yes. And she was like, she started that without me. I guess you guys had, did you guys make a deal to read it together? I don't think so. Like a like a book club deal? I don't know. Well, that'd be cool. I'll have to. I'll join that. I'll have to ask her. Eddie, this, I, I don't know. Maybe it's not my thing. I mean, I'm enjoying it, but I'm not as a, nothing. I love Matthew McConaughey, but the, 
people are obsessed with it. And I guess maybe I'm just not there yet. But I didn't know. Shoot. Ooh, I feel bad now. Yeah, you should. Don't tell her. Okay. A uh, marriage counselor said there's one thing you should never tell your spouse. That you cheated. No. Um, <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, oh. What? What is it? What do you guys think? I'm oh, trying to think of. Fat? It's pro- no, I don't think it's something that um like as you need to confess. I think it's something oh. you should. I think it's say a word because it will hurt them. Like you should never tell them you're worthless. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I think right. it's a word like always. Like you're always. Oh yeah, mean. you can't be. Don't de- say that. Nothing finite. That you don't like one of their family members. Ooh. Oh yeah, that's that's a hard one. Revealing um, that you hate them only hurts your relationship. Those are fighting words for sure. Because it's family. Yeah. But you can't express with your family that you have a problem with their family? Well, listen, you can have the problem with the family. By the way, I love Caitlin's family. Right. Yes. But here's what I've learned. And my husband and I, we don't have, luckily our families get along great. But even in just conversations, like, let's hypothetically say, I have an issue with my sister. I can say whatever I want. It's my sister and I can be going off on it. But if my husband throws in something about my sister, then I get defensive. Like, that's my sister. Don't talk Mm -hmm. about her that way. You know, that's how it is. That's why it's dangerous to do that. And finally, if I go, I got my driver's license last week. Do you know that? Yes. The song mm-hmm. about driving in the suburbs. Oh, so you do know it? Yeah. It's the biggest song now in streaming history. Mm-hmm. So this girl, so I, I know all the tea already. I've known it, but Kalen really Rodrigo, likes the song. Rodrigo. Yeah, that's exactly it. You probably have heard it on the pop yeah. stations mm-hmm. now. Um, Olivia Rodrigo, the youngest ever with a number one song on the Billboard 100 chart. She's 17. Um, here is Driver's License. And I know we weren't perfect, but I've never felt this way for no one. So the whole story is she was on High School Musical, the new season. She was dating one of the guys from it who's older. He, they, he broke up with her, and he started dating another girl, the Sabrina Carpenter, but she just kind of like talks about all of it in this song. So it was like a bit of High School Musical, oh. the song being good, like the perfect mixture yeah. of press and gossip. And it's now the biggest song to ever come out in streaming. Oh, wow. Cool. Do you have the beginning of it? I got my driver's license <laughs> last week. Just like, like we always talked about. Because you were so excited for me to finally drive up to your I just feel house. ridiculous singing a 16-year-old song. Yeah. Right. I, I got my drive. Thought about that Like, now that it. I know this, I thought, honestly, so she's this young. I had no idea she was this young. Mm-hmm. So I, in my mind, when I heard it, I thought, oh, wow, this is an adult reminiscing about when she got her driver's license. But I didn't realize it was oh. so fresh. And that, like, <laughs> how- Well, we all assign our stories to, to, to people's words. We can. Mm-hmm. I think it's uh-huh. what makes songs great. With mine, I was assigning me getting my CDL. I got my <laughs> <Stop. laughs> little truck horn in the back. Big <laughs> truck driver's license. Uh, follow me on Instagram if you would like at Mr. Bobby Bones. The next ten followers on my Instagram, what? you don't get anything. Wait, 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 wait. No, I'm follow you and follow you. That'd be cool, uh, Mr. Bobby Bones. Okay. Uh, that's what's up okay. tomorrow. Mystery guest tomorrow, Thomas Rhett. Thank you guys. Here's today's show. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to Thursday's show. I say this with pride and joy. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Thank you. Uh, Desiree in Louisiana is on the phone right now. 
Hi, Desiree. Good morning. Welcome to the show. Morning, studio. Morning. Hey, so I wanted to follow up with Ray and see if he is excited today because Trump is ending his presidency and is he going to get his money? Great question. Donald Trump is no longer the president, but in case you're new to the show, four and a half years ago, Ray bet $1,000, money that he barely had, on Donald Trump being the president. Now, this was before it was out of the Republican primaries. There were still three Republicans left. And he really took a gamble on Donald Trump, right? Yeah, at that yeah! point, everyone was like, no way Donald Trump will be And he president. bet him 50 to 1. So if you bet $1, you win $50. He bet $1,000. He should have been getting $50,000. Never got it. He completed his term. What is the latest? Yeah, so I contacted them. Um, currently, right now, they said in the, the years since I've made that bet, apparently I had uh, $900 worth of chargebacks from my credit card. So once I pay that, they will process the payment. Uh, we're looking very soon. But yeah, I, I needed to complete the four years, and we did. So that's my bet, and it was my win and all that. Okay, who believes this is happening? Not I. I don't Me know. either. I, I think don't. Ray's been scamming us for four years now. Yeah, who kn- who I- knows something? What what are these chargebacks? He's still been betting, so they're letting you bet when you owe nine hundred dollars in chargebacks. That makes no sense. Well, they told me that it's just it's something to do with the credit card company. So there's a different places I have to contact first. Your credit card company? Why are you having to contact to, them for your money? They know what you do gambling wise. Well, apparently when you do the stuff overseas and off- offshore, there's uh, fees and they've racked up <laughs> over the years. Okay, I'll pay that for you. Yeah. For double it back. Okay. Oh. Meaning, That's a deal. Well, I'll yeah. give you nine hundred to pay that off, and then you give me eighteen hundred back once you get the fifty thousand. Once I get the fifty k, yeah, you'll be the first person I pay off. No, <laughs> once I get it. Desiree, you hear Ray talking? Are we just assuming now this is this is not real? This is insanity. Do we think Ray is getting but, scammed, or do we think we're getting scammed in this room? We're getting scammed. we're getting scammed. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, Ray. It's not happening. As much as I want you to win, it's not going to happen. I'm looking at the betting slip right now. And it, does it look real? It or does. It looks real. Yeah! It looks real. I, I, Mike Sines, yeah. my friend, does photoshops. Did you hire him to do a photoshop, yes or no? Yeah, I photoshopped a betting ticket to make up $50,000. Really? Wait, does no, that make wait. any sense whatsoever? I'm, no, I'm asking a question. Did he do it? No. Do you oh. promise? Yes. Do you promise this is real? Yes, it was real four years ago, and it still is to this day. But the website, they deleted my history, so I can't even see it on my oh, site oh, anymore. Here we go. Okay. But you, so whatever picture you have, please keep it. I need it. Mm. It's on... Tw- who posted this? Our show on our Facebook or Instagram page? All right. Ray, when do you when are you going to get this by, you think? Next couple months, once I pay Oh, that. my goodness. <laughs> it's months? Crazy. All right. Oh, Desiree, okay. you're pulling your hair out like we are about this. We don't know. But yeah. I appreciate the call. I follow the show, and I love you guys, and you bring so much positivity, and you make my every morning happy. So keep doing what you're doing. All right. Thank you. Have a great day. Thank you for the compliment. You too. Thanks. Bye-bye. We will repost this betting slip. Thank you guys for sending us emails. You can all the time. Morgan, what's the email address? Mailbag at bobbybones.com. Let's open it up. Bobby's Mailbag. Good morning, Bobby Bones. My name is Brenda. And this past weekend, my husband decided he wanted to relive his glory days as a teen and start rollerblading again. (laughs) It was funny to watch him skate around our neighborhood, and I'm happy that he's happy. But now he's insisting that I get a pair of blades and join him. I don't want to. I told him 
I'm not interested, but he didn't listen. He went out and he bought me a pair of skates. Now, I'm outside, in the cold, rollerblading, and it is not fun. Why should I have to take up all of his hobbies? I never asked him to take up yoga with me. He's mad that I won't go out and skate with him. Do you think I'm being a bad wife for not rollerblading with him? Signed, Brenda. I think you have a good point. If you've asked him to do things and he said no, it's kind of weird for him to ask you. Oh, I thought she said she doesn't ask. Maybe that's it. I say you give it a shot, right? Yeah. Put the blades on. <laughs> it is cold. I hate doing anything in the cold. Bundle up. Depending on where you live. Yeah. If it's below 60, like, I, I'm not having it. But I would encourage you to go out a couple of times because if anything, you don't have to see it as a rollerblading experience, but as bonding time with your husband. Now, if you get hurt, that's on him. And then you can ring your little bell and have him bring everything to you when your ankle <laughs> sprained. But I do think if he's asking you to do it, you should look at it as bonding time and do it. But also, it gives you the opportunity to go, hey, I would like for you to do this with me. If it's yoga, fine. If it's something else. If it's watching Bridgerton on Netflix, been there, trust me. I think it does give you the opportunity for that as well. But I will encourage you to go at least twice with him and not complain about it. Because going is one thing and complaining, that doesn't really count. No, you've got to like give it your all, like have fun. Maybe you'll find something within yes. you that's like, oh, wow, actually, I, this is allowing me to feel like a kid again too. And your hair's blowing in the wind and you feel free. Well, you'll probably hate it. Yeah. That, that, like that's probably not going to happen what Amy's saying. But, but I'm saying it's a good bonding moment. Look at it as that more so than just going rollerblading. Sure, I was exaggerating a little bit, but to make a point that you have to be open to it. If you stay, like you were saying, Bobby, you were encouraging her not to be negative about it because if you're closed off, then of course you're going to hate it. But if you give it a real try and then yes, I 100% agree with you. Like look at it as like spending time with him and doing something he wants and then you have that in your pocket for when you want him to go do something he doesn't want to go do. Now that I agree with. It's completely transactional. Hmm. One for one. Tit for tat. Yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, that's the mailbag. Close it up. And that was Bobby's Mailbag. Which reminds me, for Caitlin's birthday, I bought her some kangaroo shoes. You saw them. Yeah, they're she was bouncing around the house. shoes. They, they have, it's like a spring on the bottom of them. Yeah. And you jump, boing, boing. It's like an exercise shoe. Really? That sounds cool. They're awesome. Do you have a pair? No. Oh. No. Well, Caitlin had mentioned that she wanted them. She had seen a friend do it. So I got her some for her birthday. And it's been too cold, so she hasn't really gone outside with them. But she doesn't have anybody to do it with either. Yeah. I want to get some, but I also worry about my safety. You are, if you don't mind me saying, extremely clumsy. Right. Yeah. So we'll see. That looks so fun, though. So yeah. are you going to get some for you? If I don't have any, I can't do it. Uh, oh, here we go. Well, what if she buys you some? <laughs> Transactional. Then I'd, then I'd probably do it if she went and bought me some. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was reading a thread on Reddit last night where they said, hey, explain something that happened to you that you know is true, but people don't believe you. And this guy was telling a story about how he would go to his grandparents, and every time he go to his grandparents, he would see their neighbor waving at him through the window. He just remembers it every time. He wouldn't really go talk to the neighbor, but the neighbor would wave at him every time going in. He'd always be sitting near the window going out. And so for many years of his childhood, the old next-door neighbor would wave. He'd see him wave, go out, go home, wave. So he said once they were leaving the house and the neighbor was waving and he got in the car. And he was like, am I ever going to meet so-and-so, the neighbor that's waving? And they're like, the neighbor died like 
two weeks ago. Mm. He was like, no, no. I just saw him waving. And they're like, no, you didn't. So he was just talking about how, did he really see it or was he so used to seeing it going in and out? And I was like, well, that's kind of creepy. Well, then Amy tells me a story about her house. This happened when? Uh, yesterday. Go ahead. I was standing in the kitchen and I, you know, I'm doing, unpacking some groceries, keeping busy. But my, every time any door in our house opens, the alarm says which door it is. Back door, garage door, front door. So I hear front door and I think, huh, who, I'm at the house by myself. So I go over and the front door is wide open. I am perplexed by this because. Wind? I, I don't know. I still don't know. It's a mystery because, so then I'm terrified because I'm thinking someone came in and they hid themselves somewhere. Oh. So I don't want to be in the house alone. So I have my phone and I want to check the cameras to see if the doorbell camera picked up anything. So, but I go outside to do it in the open, wide open area where all neighbors can see me and I'm checking the, I see nothing on the cameras. Mystery. Who is in my house? I don't know. So then I, I'm like, ah, it's probably fine to go back inside. But when I went back inside, before I felt comfortable, I yelled out that if anybody is in my home, the police are on their way so you can get out, you know? And you thought they would go, you got me. (laughs) (laughs) Dang it. No, I I even went back into the kitchen and I thought I'll give them an opportunity to, (laughs) to leave. And nothing ever happened. I'm really glad because I had not called the police really, but- it was weird. I guess it was unlocked. I guess it was wind. But my front door is inside. A, my porch is like really covered. You like go through a walkway to get to. So wind getting in there to me is weird. And that door is normally always locked. I don't know who unlocked it. We, weird. What do you think happened in your head, not your heart? Wind. Okay. <laughs> but but yeah. in, in my heart at the moment, I was, I was, I'm, I was proud of myself for being... Uh, sharp with how I handled it. I don't know if it was the right thing, but my my first thing was run outside. Don't don't look at the cameras inside because then I'm trapping myself. So to you, it wasn't a ghost. To you, it was maybe a robber. Oh yeah, it was never oh, a ghost. Oh, okay. And uh, until I couldn't see anything on camera, but then I thought maybe they had a way of deceiving me with the camera. I don't know. I really thought someone. That's why I yelled at them when I went back in. The only weird experience that I've ever had with a ghost-like thing, I'm not a believer in ghosts. Right. I'm not going to convince you they're not real, but I haven't seen one, so I can't go, yes, they're real. And so was once after my grandmother passed away who raised me, was my adopted parent for years. She gave me a guitar when she died, and I remember being like, all right. If you're real, and then the stupid guitar fell over. Yeah, now, that. it was placed up against the wall, <laughs> and guitars fall all the time when they're leaning up against a wall. And I just don't know how I feel about that still. I'll tell you how I feel about it. I don't think I don't think that that's her pushing over a guitar. I don't. Can't prove it wasn't. But I don't feel. I feel like I probably leaned up the dumb guitar, which reminded me to think of her, which I thought about that, then it fell over because I didn't lean it right. Now, that's my brain. Right, because you have the heart and the mind thing, too, like I did. Yeah, and but I remember yelling, if there's anyone in the guitar, come out, no questions asked, like like you did. I've called the and police. No, I've called the police. <laughs> that's the only yeah. experience that I had. But that whole thread on Reddit was crazy with people telling like their stories Ooh. where their, their mind is tricking them. Like they've seen something so many times they feel like they're seeing it again. Mm-hmm. 
or not. <laughs> uh, you can call our voicemail line, leave a message if you'd like, if you have one of those stories. Make it quick, though, because if it's like a four-minute voicemail, we won't play it back. But if you have a good one like that, call us. You know, another thing, too, I can tell sometimes people do when they call in is they've written out what they want to say, and you can tell. And we appreciate that. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Because if, so if, if you're nervous... Or if you're like me and you tend to ramble, if you put it in a concise, like it's already pre-typed, I I, I love those callers. 877-77-BOBBY. Bobby Bonshaw. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Dan and Shay's song, I Should Probably Go to Bed, just went number one, and they shared a why recording the song during the lockdown gave them the freedom to have some fun. It was fun to kind of get in there, like I said, and just kind of make the song that we wanted to make without really having to, to worry about it. And we were just having fun, you know? We were just kind of trying to make a, a song that we loved, and uh, it turned out uh, the way that it did, and just we were so proud of it. Tim McGraw remembers performing Highway Don't Care with Taylor Swift and Keith Urban during the ACMs a few years back. Back, and Keith almost hit Tim with his guitar. If anybody goes back and looks at that, at the end of it, we're all three at the end at the front of the stage, we're all three of us together, and Keith does this big guitar thing and he slings the neck of his guitar around and misses my face. I mean, by millimeters, comes right by my cheek with a guitar. Blake Shelton and Brad Paisley are co-hosting the Grand Ole Opry TV special. They're celebrating 95 years of country music with performances and archived interview clips with country artists during all stages of their careers. It airs February 14th on NBC. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. LaVonda Wright was driving down the road in Georgia when she sees a teenager walking. She pulls over and says, hey, man, where are you going? He goes, I got to walk miles every day to my job because I can't afford Uber rides and I don't have a car. I'm trying to save up. She goes, here, get in. I'll give you a ride to work. She takes him to work, and then she goes home, creates a GoFundMe page, raises $7,000, goes down to the Honda dealership, and buys him a car. That's crazy. I mean, that's just crazy. Just changed someone's life just like that by hearing their story. That's awesome. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Colony, New York. Two guys dropped off their rental car a few hours later. One guy looks at the other guy and goes, hey, man, you got the backpack? No, you got the backpack. Oh, no, we left the backpack in the car. Only problem is it was full of drugs and money, and they go back to pick it up. Police are waiting to arrest him. <laughs> what car? The rental car. They had a rental car, oh. dropped it off at the rental place, oh. and someone was supposed to grab the backpack. I don't know if it was suspect A or B, mm. but they left the backpack and they had oxy marijuana, the H. Do you think that they both <laughs> went back together? <laughs> no, only one guy went back. And is that a paper, rock, scissors? Who's going back? <laughs> Chuck, I don't know. <laughs> Two out of three, deal. Paper, crap. And so they arrested them both, though? They arrested both of them. Oh, man. So the car rental place opened the backpack and called the police. Weird to open the backpack, Right. Though. I would just be like, I don't want to know what's inside. I'm going to call the people, and they can come and get it, because well, I don't want to know. Mm. And I guess they wanted to know, and they called the police. Then I'd be scared they're going to come back and retaliate. See, this is we're pulling a string on a sweater we don't want to take <laughs> right. completely off. All right, Lunchbox. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. It's time for Elder versus Millennial. Eddie, the oldest on our show, who is 41, versus Morgan, number two, the youngest, who is 27. They each answer three questions about each other's generation. Here we go. Up first. (laughs) 
He's the dad of four. I call him the Hispanic who don't panic. Yeah. The hair on his head may be spreading. Oh, boy. But he'll be the best man at my wedding. Yeah. Producer Eddie. His opponent. She runs all of our digital. She's young. She's fierce. Her belly button is pierced. It's Morgan number two. (laughs) That's true. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's a weird one. (laughs) Eddie, I've done intros for like 20 of these. Yeah, you're running out. I'm running out, bud. I can tell. (laughs) Eddie, you get three questions about Morgan's generation. Before they were a group, the members of One Direction were all candidates on what singing competition? Now, here's a clip of One Direction. They were all competitors, candidates, if you will, on what singing competition? Okay, so I'm thinking it's Got Talent, but I think it's the British version. So was it Britain's Got Talent? Britain's Got Talent Transition? No, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I guess. I don't know what else it'd be. It wouldn't be like England's Got Talent. Britain's Got Talent. I don't know. That's your answer? Yeah. Incorrect. Morgan, you can steal. Oh, I was going with the same direction Eddie was. I mean, I guess America's Got Talent would be... Incorrect. Okay, what is it? They all went on as solo performers. Simon Cowell put them together as a boy band on the show X Factor. X Factor. Which is UK UK talent show. Yeah. Eddie, who played Rachel Zane on the legal drama Suits? Rachel McAdams. You just picked her because her name was Rachel? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I have no idea. That's incorrect. <laughs> uh, the show is Suits. Who played Rachel Zane, Morgan? Well, she became a royal. It's Meghan Markle. Meghan Markle. Oh, wow, wow, wow. Okay. Eddie. Yep. What does the acronym SMH stand for? SMH. Shake my head. Correct. Shake my head. Yeah, shaking my head. All right, one to one. All right. Let's go over to Morgan number two. Morgan number two, these questions older than you are. Eddie would know these. Let's see if you do. What jackets were such a big deal in the 80s that it brought the company in $100 million a year? Jackets. Yeah. But there's like the windbreaker jackets. Is that what they were called? What jackets were such a big deal in the 80s that it brought the company a hundred million bucks a year? I mean, that's 80s and like those are retro windbreaker jackets. That's incorrect. Eddie, do you know the kind of jacket? Not really. I mean, I'm I'm assuming you want a specific jacket, so I'm going to go with members only. Correct. Oh, yeah. What? Did you know that one? Yeah, my dad wore them. (laughs) What did they look like? They were just black, and they had and a they tab here tag, that said members, members only. only. <laughs> oh, very simple. Hey, Morgan, what was the name of the hollow, hole-covered plastic ball that kids hit instead of a baseball? Did the, you play with one of these as a kid, Eddie? Yes. The absolutely. hollow, hole-covered plastic ball that kids used to hit instead of a wiffle, instead of a baseball. Instead of a... Can you repeat it one more time? What's the name of the hollow... Idiot. ...hole-covered plastic ball that kids used to... Well, I did hear wiffle ball, but I don't think that's right. Is that why you're calling Bobby out? Wiffle ball? Is it a wiffle ball? I didn't say anything. I didn't say anything. Do You don't think it's wiffle ball? No, I do, but I feel like that's too simple of an answer. Okay. 
What is what is your answer? That's all I got. With football. The answer is football. Dang it, Eddie. Sorry, Give it to dude. Her. Give it to her. It's okay. Sorry, dude. It's all right. I'm going to get this next one. Okay. Um, Morgan, this is the last question. It's two to two. So whatever comes down here uh, is the winner. What TV show theme song begins with these lyrics? Oh, boy. Making your way in the world today takes everything you got. I can hear it. Making your way in the world today. Thing. It's like a, oh, yeah, I can hear it. It's a black and white. Eddie, did you watch this in black and white? Stop it. I'm trying to think. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> oh. Making your way in the world today takes everything you've got. Okay. Well, last week we talked about Cheers, so I'm going to say it's not that. Maybe it is. Um... Everything I'm thinking of is too new. No, it was Happy Days. I guess Cheers. Ooh, is it Cheers? What is your answer? <laughs> cheers. It is Cheers. Oh, yes! <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. I'm fu- this is on you, Bones. It is on me. <laughs> That's all right, though. Would Give you have guessed Wiffle Ball had I not said it? Yeah, well, my head was there. Really? It really was, but I was like, I feel like I knew that. Like, everybody played with a wiffle ball. I just, it was too simple of an answer. Hey, give it to her. But she won. She won. Uh, she won. Uh, there she is. There's her song. Score is now tied one-to-one in the season. <laughs> Asterisk. Dang. That, but that's on me, not on her. I'm a bad host. I'm so ashamed. This is Michelle, who left a voicemail for us last night. Hi, Bobby. I am 38, and I just want to say thank you for being so open with your relationship. I have never been married, and I get stuff all the time about being alone and about not being married. And thank you for waiting for your person, because I'm going to do that, too. And I appreciate you. Hi, studio. There you go. Michelle, thank you for that. Listen, I was the last 10 years of my life. Constantly hit over the head with, why aren't you married? Do you have kids? No, I haven't met the right person. I don't have kids yet because I haven't met the right person. But now I have, and I'm months away. So I appreciate that call. Lunchbox, why is your wife mad at you? Because I refuse to let her drive my car. Because I drive a stick shift, she has no idea how to drive it, and she wants me to teach her. She's asked me to teach her forever, and the other day, she just blew up. She was like, I'm sick of it. I don't understand. What if there's an emergency and I need to drive your car? You need to take me out and teach me. It's very disrespectful, and I am hurt that you won't teach me on your car. But why don't you teach her? I don't want her to burn up my clutch. Let's be real. It's an 05 Altima with over 200,000 miles on it, and I can't have some rookie getting in there and and, and burning the clutch, and then it's a big old ordeal. So I just tell her, sorry, you can't drive it. She has a perfectly brand new 2008 Toyota Highlander that she drives, and it's in fine condition. So why would she ever need to drive my car in an emergency? I don't know. Tire's flat. Engine's bad. That's, I don't know why, but she was hurt. I mean, you could she she just got upset because she was. We had it. I don't know what we were talking about, but she's like, "Why don't we go try to drive your car right now?" She just all of a sudden in the middle of the day wanted to go try to drive my car again, and she just lost it. Don't you guys have separate bank accounts? Separate bank accounts. Then why don't you tell her, "Hey, if you burn out the clutch, you got to buy me a new clutch." Hmm. Oh, I didn't think about that. Because again, it's not your money. Because you guys do your they do their money a bit different, right? Or I don't know. This might be a dumb question, but is there like a clutch driving 
school. Yeah, it's called driving school. <laughs> it's called driver's ed? Yeah. Like, but that's the only place to learn how to drive a clutch is if you have a family member that can teach you or a friend. Like, there's not, like, a... I don't know if there's a class or anything. I've never looked into that. And she could pay oh, for you, it herself. Oh, you never been to clutch school? <laughs> that's, what, that's what I mean. Like, where they have cars with clutches and you go, you learn. Oh, no. And that's, it takes, like, a day course and then, boom, you're certified. So I would advise you to go, hey, if you want to learn to drive it, I'll teach you. But if anything happens on my clutch, you got to buy me a new clutch. And then have her pay for it if yeah, all, could, all goes work. to crap. Okay. And I, I just worry about her even wrecking the car because she's never driven. Well, you go to a parking lot, Listen, right? I learned at 11 or 12 how to drive a truck. A clutch? Yeah, a standard because maybe I was 12. Because Arkansas Keith, who had just become my stepdad, we were driving all over the woods. We were running dogs. And we were, and he would get out into the woods at one part and I would need to pick him up on the other side of the woods. And if it was just us and I was 12, I had to learn how to drive the, the, the stick shift Toyota. And so I did. And you know what? I probably burnt out a clutch. Oh, man. Yeah. And he, he took me up into this parking lot, you know, out behind a Walmart somewhere. And we just drove. <laughs> you smell the, the burning rubber? Yeah. <laughs> That's what happens. So, but I learned. And I'm pretty good now. I haven't driven a stick in a while. But I'm pretty good at it. But I had to burn out a clutch. That's kind of the price you pay for, for that. But she already knows how to drive. I didn't even know how to drive. Like I learned to drive on a stick shift. Oh yeah, I that's what my dad originally was trying to do with me because my sister had a stick shift and when I turned 16, I was inheriting her car. But we went to a parking lot for this lesson and it went so wrong, I just ended up not getting her car. I don't know how to drive a stick. He Still. didn't finish the lesson. We just ended up getting an automatic. <laughs> and you know what, you're fine with that. But if yeah. she wants to learn, I think it's better for inside your household to teach her how to do it. Yeah. Ugh, I was hoping you guys were going to defend me and say mm. how right I was and how, yeah, she has her own car. Well, if she don't want to pay for a clutch, then it's up to you. Okay, I'll make that deal with her. Okay. So let, look, you put your money where your mouth is. Let us know how it goes. Okay. The Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. The Groundhog Day celebration in Pennsylvania is canceled this year, but I got the next best thing. Puxatawney Phil is now on cam- Cameo for $80. What the, what's he going to do on Cameo? Yeah. Well, you can get a personal message. Well, it's technically from one of his handlers, and he just kind of sits there quietly because he's a groundhog. But I did that for my daughter. There's this famous little pig, and they voiced that looked like the pig was talking, but really it was just eating, and they were like, happy birthday, Stashira. <laughs> so I don't know. You can just get a message from him if you want to. Seems a bit steep. 80 bucks, I know. I mean, when I bought the one from Brian Bosworth for Caitlin. It was about that, I think. And he's a big deal. Pucks, Tony, Pete, ripping people Phil, off. Phil. Whatever Phil, his name Phil. is. Maybe he can tell you the the weather. And also, why can't they do that virtually? The the, the, the whole Groundhog Day yeah. celebration? Yeah, let him walk out, see if he sees the shadow. <laughs> do it on Zoom, like everybody else does. All right, what else? Shout out Post Malone. He is donating 10,000 of his sold-out Crocs to frontline workers. I don't know that we've ever had so many stories about Crocs. Well, it's but... because Crocs did something... Really smart. They mm-hmm. went and got major people to endorse their products. Luke Combs, Justin Bieber, Post Malone. Right. So yeah, we've talked about it a lot. But Musicians on Call, which is an organization that Bobby works with, and they take live and recorded music to uh, patients in hospitals. 
uh, they put out a statement saying, yep, Post Malone did this. 10,000 pairs of sold out Crocs are growing to frontline workers at 70 different hospitals across the country. There you go. And they're really comfy for them. So that's cool. And then John Party, I've got a, a marriage update. You know, he got married back in November, but sounds like nothing's really changed much for him. How's it feel to be married? It feels great. There's not much changes other than I'm getting used to wearing a ring, but me and Summer are having a great time and gearing up for 2021 and start writing and get me a new album this year. So that's the goal. And uh, Summer will be here every step of the way like she was the last record. And we'll have fun. And nothing much has changed except we're just married officially now. Getting used to the ring. Have you talked to him lately? Uh, here's the thing about John. You know, he wears a cowboy hat, and often I give people a hard time that wear a cowboy hat, but they're not really a cowboy. Yeah. He is a cowboy. He is always clearing land. Like, he's that that's his one goal in life is to clear land. So I hit him up about a week ago, and I said, hey, I know you're knocking down some trees. But we need some firewood at the house. I was like, hey, man, I got you. So we went off, went to Alabama to shoot the, my uh, TV show. And I guess it was Sunday evening last week. He's like, hey, man, you at the house? And I was like, yeah. I said, come to the back gate. He's like, I got some firewood for you. Pulls up. It is the biggest load of firewood I've ever seen in my life. It took us an hour to unload it. Not to just, just to unload it took an hour. So I don't know exactly how much wood it was, but it. I have it for a whole year now at the house. So I have seen John. We, and he wore gloves and I didn't have gloves. I was in a t-shirt. And so I'm trying to load wood, getting splinters in my hands and arms. And he's got gloves and like big work shirt on. He's like, come on, man, let's get some more wood. I'm like, I don't, I'm, I'm hurting my arms. My arms hurt. My hands hurt. But uh, yes, I have talked to John. Good yeah. guy, by the way. Good guy. Mm-hmm. All right, is that it? Yep. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So there's this 80-year-old, Brent Rushton, and he said for the first 75 years of his life, he was mean. Mm. And then all of a sudden, he decided he wanted to turn over a new leaf and be a better person. So... He started quilting. (laughs) And now he spends 12 hours a day making quilts. And he's probably made about 200, 300 quilts over the years. And he gives them to veterans and shelters. And the latest batch is going to refugees. I wonder why I'm so mean. There's a, I don't know. (laughs) Who knows? That's a long time being mean. Yeah, but it's never too late to change. And 80-year-old Brent is proof of that. He's making quilts. Nice. Yeah. It originally, uh, he makes them in his woodworking shop. I guess he always thought he liked woodworking until he discovered quilting, his well, real passion. he's got passion. a lot of hobbies. No, no, this, it's just quilting became his thing. You know who else has a new hobby is Amy. She's now painting. Have you oh, guys heard this? no. Well, I mean, I painted before, back like years and years <laughs> ago, once took classes to paint something for Taylor Swift, but I now am doing it for no reason at all, but just therapeutic hobby type. I don't even have a plan when I put the the, the brush that hits the canvas. There's no plan. Like when I did the Taylor Swift thing, I knew I was painting her. I had a plan. This is just free strokes. Whatever comes to me. It's fun. It's kind of like, it is. There is something therapeutic about it. It's been good for me. And I've got the biggest canvas I could order on Amazon that wasn't too ridiculous. And I set it up on my easel and I'm just going to add to it at a time. So far, I've worked on the, the left side. I'm going to gradually move over to the right. I'm going to paint over the left. It doesn't matter. I can do whatever I want. That's true. You can. Yeah. You're an yep. adult. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. <laughs> no, no, but I'm a painter. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm interested to see like what this will this one canvas will eventually look like. If it's just like 
fire yellow red and like it just lets you slam and stuff against no, it. No, it's not it like it could that. look cool though. It's not yeah. that kind of therapeutic. It's more of a gentle like and then I just oh I didn't like that. And then I just over it and I just go with what I'm feeling and it's yes. been great. So yeah, I'll keep you. I can't wait to busted. see your first abstract. You may want to buy it. Okay. No. Okay, I might. <laughs> the money goes to charity, just like our boy here. That'd be fine. All right, there you go. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. The Name a Roach Valentine's Day promotion is returning to the Bronx Zoo. There's somebody you hate, you can name a roach after them. Yeah. Somebody that did you wrong in a relationship. For a tenth year, the zoo is offering you the chance to name a roach after your former special someone. It's a $15 donation. You can name a giant Madagascar hissing cockroach after Ooh. them. Ugh. If you donate more, you have the option of purchasing a plush roach toy, a scented roach candle, or a live virtual encounter with a roach. Heck, come over to the house. <laughs> I can get you this much cheaper. It's the it's the weirdest thing where bugs show up. I feel I would keep the place pretty clean. Bugs. We have I tell you, there's spiders now where we put all the firewood. Oh, if you yeah. don't spray down the firewood, that's like spider haven there. Mm-hmm. So did you know that? I did not. you have a fireplace? I do. Use it? Yes. You know what we don't have on our wall done yet is our, our tack board. We have it up, but we don't know how to turn it on. We don't know how to like link it up. I went to Amy's- Oh, do you mean DAC, D-A-K? Yeah, whatever it is. Okay, because I was, well. <laughs> What's that? I well, don't. I went to Amy's house and I was hanging out and I was like, hey, you have this, this board that's like a small TV screen, like 13 inches or something. And it's her calendar. Her whole family can see the calendar for the day. And I'm obsessed with being on time, my calendar. And Caitlin didn't want to be on my calendar anymore because it was too many dots on her phone. So Amy's like, just get this. You can put it up in the house. So we have it. We just somehow can't link it yet. Oh, okay. Well, if you, yeah. It, it took us a while to figure it out too. So don't feel bad about that. But once you do get it going, you're going to enjoy being able to sync it up with the whole family. Everyone's calendars go there so you can... Everyone can walk in and out of the door and know what's going on for the day. And you can customize it with pretty pictures. It tells you the weather. You can put a Bible verse. <laughs> Each day it'll update. Mm, I love it. Nice. I'm going to put a different selfie of me every day. She can't like, like that while I'm gone. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Stop. All right. Let's do the investigative morning corny where Amy tells us uh, a joke, a morning corny. Today we figure it out. Yeah. All right. Here we go. The morning corny. What do you get when you pick a pig's nose? 90 seconds is on the clock. What swine. do you get when you pick a pig's nose? Uh, swine, swine flu? Swine flu, that's why. No, not flu. No. Swine boo. Pick it. Swan, um. Booger? Okay, hold on. Snout. Snot. Pig. Pork Oink. snot. What? Bacon. Usually I can say things and watch Amy's face and she can't help but have, yeah, like, not a poker face. She's not doing that now? Uh-uh, she's not moving Bacon's at all. Snow. Well, because y'all haven't said anything. <laughs> okay. Oink, bacon, yeah, snout, slop. What's the question? Ham. What do you get when you pick Ham. a pig's nose? Ham. Hamburger. 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 Yeah. Nice hamburger. job. Good That's job, a, Lunchbox. Eddie with ham, Lunchbox with booger, okay, and you so, two can have that one. Okay, okay, so let's say... You, no, okay. That's not it? No. Oh, it's not it's, it? It's, it's not all no, the way there? No, no, no. I'm going to... There is a bonus thing if you get it. Like Ham- Burger with cheese? It's bonus. I'll just go ahead and I'll deliver the bonus Bacon one. hamburger? <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. Double bacon hamburger. Hamburger on rye. <laughs> what is, oh, okay, hit, hit the button, okay. Ray. I think we got this one. <laughs> the morning corny. What do you get when you pick a pig's nose? What do you get when you pick a pig's nose? 
hamburgers. <laughs> I know, I know. It's not funny. <laughs> oh, that's funny. We're going to get a bonus. I know, I know. That's why I said I'll say it. Okay. But that's good because it has a follow-up. Nice job, you All too. right, all right. Clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose. Shout out to a listener named Travis that sent that to me. I laughed out loud. Oh, out loud. Especially because the, the follow-up. I know, I know. It's not funny. <laughs> Callie is on in Wichita Falls, Texas, and she wants to know if she's a bad person. Ooh. Okay. Callie, what's going on with you? Hey. So, I ordered a coffee from Starbucks on my mobile app, and when I got there, they said they didn't have it. So, I looked on it and realized that it was the other location. So, she was like, that's fine. I'll go ahead and make it. And I was like, okay. When I left, I got that coffee. And then I went to the other location and got my coffee. (laughs) (laughs) So I kind of got a free coffee and she didn't want me to have to drive all the way over there to get it. So that's why she made it. But I still drove over there. (laughs) Okay. So the question is, is she a bad person? Well, what? Sorry. I just initially have a thought, but you share yours first. Thank you. You're welcome. Sorry. I know. <laughs> you so you nice first you. always. Yeah, well, but I... It's the greatest day of my life. I'm just excited to tell her something. Uh, you are not a bad person, and I'm going to tell you why. Because you purposefully did not try to get a free coffee out of this. It was an honest mistake. Now, I think you can be a better person if somehow you're able to pay that back to somebody. Don't know how. It doesn't have to be a coffee. But for me, whenever I have like a, a plus one or I'm like, oh, I got something I shouldn't have got. Maybe somebody did something for me and I can't figure out who it is. I always try to give that plus one back to somebody else. So you are not a bad person. It wasn't purposeful to get a free coffee, but you can actually do something for someone else and use this as a reason to. Now, what would you like to say? Well, the coffee that was at the other place, had you not gone to pick it up, it just would have been thrown away. So it's fine. Like feel you didn't waste anything. You were being... Not wasteful. Does anyone think she's a bad person? Mm-mm. I think she's a genius. Well, well no, no she didn't do that it would make it a bad person. Uh, yes, that would. Yes, <laughs> if that was the ultimate plan, that would be a bad person. Right, but she did. You know, don't make it now that you know that this works. Don't make a habit of it by any means. But Bobby's right. Maybe there's a way you can pay it forward. It doesn't even have to be. At Starbucks, but whatever you can do. How do you feel about that? Maybe I'll go take the barista for coffee or something. <laughs> just It doesn't have to be coffee. It can be anything you want and just be like, you know what? I got a free one. Somebody else is getting something free in life. Yeah, get it for not a barista. I'm sure barista's like, thanks for the free coffee. I work here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Callie, appreciate that call. You are still a good person. Yeah. Okay, thank you. <laughs> All right, see you later. Bye, y'all. Maybe I just see more articles about weddings now because I'm having one. Probably. You know, we're just months away from me getting married. Here are the most requested reception songs of all time. This is from brides.com. So we'll go through these. You tell me what will be on your list. <laughs> but at number 10, LMFAO Party Rock Anthem. Oh, come on. You know, that's a, that song to me is like cauliflower, where I'm never going to go out and just be like, I need some cauliflower. But if there's some there, I'm like, you know what? I forget how much I enjoy cauliflower. <laughs> that makes sense. Where it plays, I'm like, oh, this is a fun song, but I would never in a million years go after that song to be played. That's, it's a fun one, though. At number nine, Higher Love from Kygo and Whitney Houston. Bring me up. 
Oh, that's a jam. Just the old version, and I don't even know that I know the new version, but I already like it. This is the new one? Whoa. Yeah, it's a remix. Number eight, Happy from Pharrell Williams. Oh, yeah, yeah. Whitney at number seven with I Want to Dance with Somebody. Now, number six, I would request, you got to play this, because this is where I shine. <laughs> I don't shine often, but this number six on the have list that I would request it because it would be, it's my time, and it's DJ Casper, Cha-Cha Slide. Crisscross. <laughs> because I can do it. Everybody can. He tells you what to do. Then you turn it out. Let's go to work. Boom, boom, boom. To the left. I can do it. Take it back now, y'all. Two hops this time. Boom, boom. Two hops this time. It's cool. Right foot, two stumps. And number five, we get in the top five. Wedding reception, what the DJ plays. Now, this is for a slow song. It's for, I guess, a slow dance. Edwin McCain, I'll Be. I don't know where this guy lives, but I'd like to have him on our show in person sometime. I watch his TikToks, and he was singing this. Because they, they do duets where it... He would sing the first part and keep playing guitar and you sing along with it. Yeah. Hard, the song's hard to sing. I tried. I didn't post it. <laughs> you deleted it? I was like, I ain't posting that one. Uh, number four, Beyonce, Crazy in Love. Crazy right, yeah. Number three, Justin Timberlake, Can't Stop the Feeling. Oh, that's a jam. Number two, Uptown Funk, Bruno Come Mars. Come on. Don't give it to you. That one better be your wedding. And number okay. one, what do you think number one is? <sighs> I got Macarena. No, what? The? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> number okay, one is We Are Family. What do you have, number one? I have number one, September by Earth, Wind, oh, and Fire. That is a jam. Not it. It's Black Eyed Peas. I got a feeling. <laughs> it's like a party song. Is that what you would add though? That Earth, Wind, and Fire song? For sure. That's my ad. I mean, I, I don't think I've ever been to a wedding where that's not playing. Again, not one I would add, but then once it comes on, that, yeah. do you remember? September yeah. today in September. What would you add? Well, not the Macarena, no. clearly. No, 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 no. I, mean, I saw you scratch be, that out. I'd be so stupid. I just like the chicken dance or something. Was it the Macarena? <laughs> well, no, I thought it would make the list, though. Yeah, but what would you add? Uh, I mean, those are for, I feel, I'd have to... Probably something country. Like? Like Amarillo by Morning. <laughs> Stop okay. it. Okay. Lunchbox? <laughs> I have the chicken dance and we are family. And the yeah. Cupid Shuffle. Oh. We are family's good. Cupid Shuffle's good. Okay, yeah. I have one now. YMCA. There we go. Yes, that's oh, but, fun. Again, Bones, you can't have a wedding without it. Are you right. sure? Yes. yes. You can't. Two things. I was talking to Kaylin last night after our segment yesterday. I said, hey, I told everybody Eddie was going to be uh, best man. And she's like, oh, cool. And I said, he said he may be drunk when it's time to give the speech. He goes, yeah. he better not be. What, what, what? And what? Well, what do you so mean? I guess be. afterward, you can, but you can't be wasted when you give the right. best man speech. So that's why I think we should do it early. Like, I do, speech, let's party. How about what, after we do our vows, before we say, do you stand up? <laughs> I interrupt everything and do my speech. I don't care, Bones. Just do a little early. I'll have maybe one drink to warm me up. Won't be drunk if we do it early. But I'm telling you, it gets scary if we wait a little bit. Well, then I told her, I said, hey, Amy's going to give a speech at the reception about me. And she goes, about you? I was like... Yeah, I already I was stammering oh, yesterday because I don't understand it. So I already feel uh, not that mean? I'm not accepting it because I don't I don't is that 
Is that a normal thing? You've I don't know. You've known him for so long. You have so much to say about him. Okay, but so why did Caitlin say what? She goes, it's she's not doing a diary about you. It's about us. Oh. Because and she's like, Amy's one of my best friends too. And I was like, okay, well, about us then. Apparently, it's supposed to be about us, not just about me. That's what I learned. Okay. Oh, weird. Okay. But Eddie, you go, you go hard at uh, me. You. Yeah. I'm going to rewrite it if it's about y'all, because it's a, just mainly about you. I yeah, think. you do me. Okay. Amy, Amy you do, do us. us. <laughs> okay. Okay. You don't have to. No, I'm just thinking through it. So, like, because you said yesterday, I just stuck with me the words of, like, because you don't have parents. Like, are her parents giving a speech? Well, and I thought I someone stand always gave a speech at the reception. And she was like, not always. Yeah. That's, what I, like, huh, that's why me. I didn't know. Mm. But I mean, we can do I, whatever we want. It's our rules. It's, our it is True. your rules. And mm-hmm. I'm there to do whatever y'all need to do. So I'll work on that. Okay. Work, start working on that speech now. Yeah, I will. <laughs> Yesterday I was talking about uh, Caitlin's grandfather who had COVID was very, very sick. He's in his 80s. And while he was sick, Someone busted in his house and stole like 40 guns while he was in the hospital. And now the sheriff, Sheriff Turner, are you there? I am, sir. Uh, sheriff of where exactly in Oklahoma? Haskell County, Oklahoma, which is in southeast Oklahoma. So what do you know about this? What's happened so far? Bobby, what we've done is we've been able to identify the suspect is a guy by the name of Ollie Nichols. Ollie Nichols, he's a, um, he's a man that frequents the area, actually from Harrison, Arkansas. He um, wound up stealing the guns Saturday night, Sunday morning, and he has sold multiple guns throughout three or four different counties in southeast Oklahoma. We have currently recovered five guns from four different people um, who have bought who have bought those firearms from Mr. Nichols. So our search now is to identify more people who have purchased these guns. And also, we're looking for Mr. Nichols to get him put into custody. So how did you come across the folks that had, that, that had bought the guns already? There was a traffic stop made um, late Sunday night, early morning, in one of our adjoining counties in LaFleur County. And during that traffic stop, two firearms were identified um, or were located, and we identified them as being our stolen firearms. And I... Um, I actually went down and interviewed those individuals, and we just did it. It's just old school police work, um, out beating doors, interviewing people, and you know, recovering firearms from convicted felons. And you know, in this case, it's it's one of those things that we'll worry about those guys later. But these guys were buying them from Mr. Nichols, and our main focus right now is to try to see how many firearms we can recover and to get Mr. Nichols in custody hopefully still with some firearms. There he is, Sheriff Turner. What can I do, Sheriff Turner? You know, if you can just put the word out. We're just we're just asking folks if you know Mr. Nichols, um, you know Mr. Nichols' whereabouts, or if you have purchased firearms from Mr. Nichols, get a hold of my office. Um, this is still an active investigation. And, again, you know, it's, it's, um, it's a thug like him who will break into a hardworking man's home who has been fighting the battle of COVID-19. And, um, you know, we don't tolerate those kind of folks. If if you need help, come ask for help. We'll help you. But to steal from people who work every day um, and are public servants like Coach Parker, that's uncalled for and untolerable in Haskell County. Well, Sheriff Turner, let me say, first of all, aside from this case specifically that, that I'm close to, I just appreciate what you do. 
you know, I couldn't support our, our officers any more than I, than I possibly can. So every day you're out there risking your life. We as a show would like to say thank you for what you do. And then also for this, we appreciate you calling in. Hey, no problem, Bobby. We appreciate you. And if, if you guys hear something, please relate to our office. And, um, and again, we appreciate you for getting the word out there. All right, Sheriff Turner, thank you very much. Thank you, buddy. Have a good day. Bye-bye. I should probably go to Oklahoma, right, and try to solve this myself. For sure. Yeah. Wow. I mean, this is crazy. What get are a, the get odds? Get a badge from the sheriff. Just yeah. go. Oh, would they deputize me? Oh, for sure he would. Do you hear no, him? What? He loves you. Sheriff Turner, for sure. <laughs> oh, you think I'm getting a gun? Uh, I don't know. No. I don't like that. Should I take my own? Because I have some. Maybe a sticker. Like a little badge sticker? No, man. Bones, I got a good feeling from when he called. I mean, yeah. that, that, that just sounds like... Just justice at its fullest. I mean, well, but we still need to find the guy. The, but and and he just spoke to millions of people right now, telling them, "Hey, we're looking for Ollie Nichols." Uh, Nichols. That's amazing, Bones. I think you've helped a lot right now. You know, here's the thing. Here's this guy who gets COVID. He's in his 80s. He's a teacher. He's a coach. Almost dies. Guy breaks into his house. Yeah, I want to know, like, how did Mr. Nichols know that? The, the house was vacant or that Coach Parker was in the hospital. As soon as they find him, I'm sure they'll ask all those questions. Yeah, but they should find was him it? with the long arm of the law. Well, I just had a thought that I don't want to say out loud, so I'll tell you off air. Okay, that's well, good. I have a lot of those thoughts, too. <laughs> Sometimes they come over the air, though. <laughs> it's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. There's a Whataburger in Florida that hosted a pay-it-forward chain that lasted over 100 customers. That's a lot of people. I've been part of this, and I feel like it's just going to end right behind me. But 100 people, that's good. So someone goes and says, hey, I'd like to order a meal. Mm -hmm. And then after you order the meal, they go, hey, it's already been paid for? Yeah, well, it starts with the guy that orders the meal and says, hey, I'm going to go ahead and pay for the people behind me. Don't know what they ordered. Whatever it is, I'll take it. My question is, do you ever get told you're in that chain before you order? Ooh, that's a good question. I've been a part of this, and no. Like, whenever I've been a part of a paid-forward, they don't tell you until after I get my, my drink or whatever. Because if I'm being honest, it may affect what I order. <laughs> right. Or then even if you want to participate, like, I feel as though someone that's in the chain, they might be able to pay for one person's latte or hamburger but what if the person's ordering five? Right. Then they don't want to break the chain. But honestly, that's not going to work for them financially. That happened to me, Bones. I got one cup of coffee. And then when they said it's paid for, I'm like, well, that's great. I'll pay for the people behind me. Okay, great. They ordered five. All right. Okay. Now I got six. <laughs> but it's okay. I kept it going. And you know what? This Whataburger one isn't the last, isn't the big one. Back in December, there was a Dairy Queen that did it. And that was 900 customers. What? Yeah, that one lasted for multiple days. I didn't know who broke that one. Right. <laughs> they better have had to close the store down. They should put the person who broke that one in the news. Was that yeah. all in one day? No, that was multiple days. It just kept wow. going for days. Wow. going. That, wow. man, December, people really feel the reason for the season. Yeah. You mm -hmm. know? That's awesome. There you go. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Appreciate you guys hanging out with us. You can check out later on today... Four Things with Amy Brown. That is a very wonderful podcast. On this week's episode, Amy talks about a book she's currently reading called Maybe You Should Talk to Someone and reads a short part from it. Oh, emotional jail. Everybody could benefit from hearing about emotional jail that we often trap ourselves in. I think I'm serving a life sentence, if I'm being honest with you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> with no parole. Uh, check out Four Things with Amy Brown when you're checking out a new podcast. If you haven't done it yet. All right, let's go to the news. 
Bobby's Big Story. Well, this week there were two massive lotteries. One of them, the Mega Millions, nobody won. There was one person who won the Powerball last night. Last night's drawing was worth an estimated $730 million. A single winning ticket was sold in Maryland. The cash option is $546 million, but the numbers, they're all out there. They're all pretty high numbers. Nothing under 40. Usually, you know, 2, 7, 10, 12, something in there. Um, But yeah, somebody hit it last night. I haven't checked my tickets to see if I won anything. I did buy some tickets for this. The night before, though, I hit like nine Powerball numbers. Wow. That's for $18. You get two bucks, one of them. That's good. Yeah. It was number 16. Uh, This one's over. The other one, though, is happening again Saturday night, if you want to get in. Did you guys play? I forgot yeah, again. You forgot. Well, good for you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I checked my numbers. I didn't get one single number. Mm-hmm. Like, on all my numbers, not one. I mean, I got a few numbers here and there. Nothing major. I mean, like 12 bucks. But, I mean, I guess I'm happy for those people or a person that won. But Friday, I'm going to, you know, I'll, win a bill. I'll be richer than them on Friday. A grandmother has been using the same lottery numbers for two decades because her husband had a dream about all these lottery numbers. So she recently won $50 million on those numbers from her husband's <laughs> dream. I mean, yes. But it took 20 years? Uh-huh. I mean, Lunchbox, that should give you help. It does. It gives, <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. All the money she invested, it was worth it because she won the big one. She says she'll be able to use it to buy a house, help her children travel when it's allowed again. So I saw that as a lottery story. But Lunchbox, you know it's not an investment because one doesn't affect the other. Like once you're eliminated from this one, they don't care how many lotteries you've played in the past. There's no, your odds do not get better the more you play the lottery. Well, I I would disagree. I don't understand your logic. No, no, it's not your logic. The fact that you played this lottery and lost doesn't mean anything about you playing the next one. It has no, 0% of what you play this lottery affects that one. None. Your chances are not better at all for the next lottery because you just played this one. Because it's, it's not, not like a it. skill you get better at. And it's not something you can save up and be like, look at all of this that's been building up over time. Once you're eliminated, you're done. It's it's like a coin flip, right? Mm. You flip a coin, it lands on heads. It has no bearing on what the next coin flip's going to be, period. It's just absolutely a, a million worse odds. Huh. I mean, I, I think you are smarter than me, so I, you might be onto something. But I still have to play because if you don't play, you can't win. Now, that is accurate. Okay, so I am right on that part. If you don't play, you can't win. That's right. (laughs) Right. All right, let's do more news. Bobby's Other Story. Ever since all those home DNA tests hit the market, people have been finding out, well, my family isn't exactly what I thought my family was. Here's a big one. A woman just posted how her ancestry DNA test showed her father wasn't actually her father. Now, that's a big story itself. Because I think he bought the whole family tests. And then she takes it and is like, well, turns out you're not my dad. But it was who her dad is. Her biological father turned out to be an old family friend who's now a billionaire. Oh. That is the best Christmas present (laughs) ever. Well, so. (laughs) The mom, is is she still around? Is she like, well. The test showed that the man she thought was her dad was not. And it gave her the name of the man who was. She confronted her mom and aunts and says she was, quote, shook. But her dad recognized the name on her biological slip there. He goes, huh. And so she Googled him and it says he's a billionaire. Here's a clip of her talking about how she tried to go and meet a real dad. I confronted my mom and two of my aunts immediately. Everyone, including my mother, was shook. But even my dad recognized the name. Apparently he was an old family friend. So I Googled this dude's name and he's a billionaire. 
And naturally, like the unstable millennial that I am, I drive halfway across the country to his corporate office. I tried to give him a letter, but when he heard my name, he refused to meet with me. Basically, all it said was thank you because I'm really happy to be alive. He kind of gets sad there at the end. Yeah, because she was acting weird. Mm-hmm. Well, she was doing a TikTok. Okay. You know, being a little over. A little dramatic, yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, that's terrible. He... He needs to, he doesn't need to, but I hope one day he opens up and is willing to meet her. I would have to imagine, I agree with everything you're saying, but let me on the, play the other side of it for a second. I would imagine if you're a billionaire, you have a lot of people coming at you all the time saying they're cousins, saying they're your kids, mm-hmm. that I would imagine that once he finds out the accuracy of this right, and gets over maybe some embarrassment that he has, mm-hmm. he will open up and be a part of this. True. But you just have to think, listen, I'm on the radio. People act like they're my cousin all the time. Or we'll be at shows in Boston or Bakersfield, one side of the country or the other. And they'll be like, hey, uh, you have a second cousin, Lenny, that's here? <laughs> First of all, I don't even know a Lenny. Second of all, no, I don't. I mean, that's every every city you go to. So imagine that times, oh, a billion. Yeah. So, yeah, you hope that they do end up kind of meeting Connecting, up and, right. and then also if they do maybe he can break her off a little something yeah because exactly. you still get to have the same dad as your dad he's never not going to be your dad the person who grew up raising you yep. now you get a little bonus cash from the side <laughs> from the family friend from the family yeah from <laughs> friend wink wink uh-huh. uh, one of the story a 25 year old professional video game player has been forced to log off for good he had to retire due to a thumb injury his name is Thomas. He goes by the online moniker Zuma. He announced he was stepping back from gaming. Successful guy, too, but can't play with Dang. the speed and accuracy. It'd be like Tom Brady having an elbow injury. For sure. Quote, it breaks my heart to step away from a game I put my heart and soul into every single day for eight years. An earlier hand injury had forced him to get thumb and wrist surgery. Ah. He couldn't compete against some of the best players in the world. Quote, I don't regret anything. But he's a really successful game player who can't do it anymore. Wow. There you go. That is the news. Bobby's Big Story. Tomorrow, Thomas Rhett will be on and also a mystery guest who's coming on. This mystery guest has been on the show one time in the history of the show. When they came on, it's a pretty big deal. But this mystery guest tomorrow, which will be on around 7.20 Eastern, 6.20 Central. Interesting. But then all the time zones get all wonky on me. So 7.20, 6.20 Central. Mystery guest on tomorrow morning. Uh, let's go over and talk to Megan. Hey, Megan, how are you? Thank you for calling the show. What's going on with you? Hey, Bobby. Thank you. Um, I had a question. Previously, I was in the medical field. Um, I'm going to be turning 27 next week, and I'm going back to school for accounting. So my advice or was wanting to see if you could give me some advice on kind of starting all the way over. Sure. Here we go. It's Bobby Bones, world-class advice giver. Here's my advice to anyone wanting to start a new career, new profession, new hobby. Immediately start it. You're going to wait around. It's never going to be the exact right time. But the sooner you get started, the sooner you can feel comfortable and the sooner you can start to thrive. You're never going to feel like this is the exact moment where I'm absolutely ready to make a change. But the sooner you make that first step, the sooner it can be normal to you and you can actually start creating a life. So the fact that you've made that decision at you know, almost 27 years old, you make it, great, 26, 27, that's young as crap. 46, 47, that's young as crap. You can do whatever you want. Don't let a number define what you can do and will do in your life. Just do it now. If you're going to make a change, or you're thinking about it, 
Let's go. Commit. Go. The sooner you commit and go, the sooner you can live your life. So many people. And there have been times in my life where I've been the victim of, let me just wait, wait till the right time. There's never a right time. But the, every time is the right time. So I'm proud of what you're doing. I'm glad you shared your story. Here's my advice to you. Let's go. Pivot and push. Okay? Alrighty. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Congratulations on making a big choice. Here's the thing about choosing too. The worst thing is to not make a choice at all. Because at least if you choose wrong, you know it was wrong and you can get yourself back on track in a right way. The worst is to make no decision and sit in some purgatory going, I don't know what I'm going to do. I would rather choose the wrong thing than choose no thing. Because when you choose nothing, you learn nothing, good or bad. And even learning something bad is learning something to put you on the right for the good. So don't sit and just wonder. At least make a move. And if it turns out to be wrong, at least you know that wasn't the right move. And you, it, it's one step closer to getting put in the right place. Thank you. Here, let me step that's down for exactly this. exactly what I needed so to much. hear. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, She's still on the phone, too. I didn't even know she was still there. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah I'm here. That's, that's what I needed to hear. I'm in college right now. I'm trying to push through. And I was like, I heard that you were taking questions. I was like, I'm going to ask Bobby. <laughs> push. Never stop pushing. Push through. Push through. Two things. All right. Career and life and three, labor. Never stop pushing. Yes, Mm -hmm. labor. Mm -hmm. Delivery. All right. Hey, have a good day, Megan. Appreciate you calling. You too. Thank you, guys. Bye-bye. The worst thing you can do is just sit back on your heels. Does that, uh, can't think of exactly what it is, but you'll know when I say it, that tree analogy work here? Like planting a tree. Oh, okay. So the analogy is, it's an old proverb, uh, the best time to have planted a tree was... 20 years ago. The second best time is right now. Right. There you go. That's it. Like, yeah, the best time was, but you know what? You didn't plan it 20 years ago. So the second best time is right this second because it's going to be 10, 15, 20 years, blink of an eye, and you're going to go, dang it, why didn't I do it again? But this is micro and macro. This is lifetime career, but this is also getting your butt on a treadmill. Oh, yeah. Or I was thinking even getting out of bed. Yeah. <laughs> the best time it's, to get up out of bed was 20 minutes ago. and macro. The only yeah. thing holding you back is you. That's it. Nobody else. The only things you can control are your work ethic and your attitude. And then you're the thing holding you back. If for some reason you're not getting what you want in life, that's on you. You can blame it on other folks. Wah, wah, woo, woo. We all got problems. We all come from situations that were difficult in one way or another. But that's on you. And if you start lower, and I've said this before about myself, I feel like as compared to a lot of other folks, I kind of had to start down lower in the the socioeconomic part of my life. I grew up very poor. And I had to put a little more into it, but the opportunity was still there for me. When I see people go, man, there's just no opportunities. No, no, that means you're not willing to put in the work. There are opportunities. Take it from a food stamp trailer park kid that didn't really have parents. Was it harder for me to get to even to compete? Absolutely. But... It's there. If you want it, it is there. All right. I feel like I'm in the middle of a TED Talk. I want to stop for a second because I'm, I'm on one right now. Uh, thank you very much for the call. You guys feel free to hit us up. 877-77-BOBBY. Two Spirit Airline gate agents were injured and two passengers were arrested when a fight broke out. Actually, they listed as a brawl because the gate agents wanted to check the size of their carry-on bags. Mm. Most times I feel like airport fights aren't worth it, but this one's definitely worth it. (laughs) What are they thinking? No, that's not worth it. The incident happened on Sunday while the passengers were trying to board flight 646 from Detroit to Atlanta. They said, hey, we need you to prove that those carry-on bags were the appropriate size. 
The staff was then physically assaulted as they closed the door. And here's a clip from the video that someone posted. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, oh. And they're physically, it's like sumo wrestlers locked in with each other oh in this fight. Gosh. It's not, they're not standing back popping fists. They're like locked up, <laughs> bear hugging, fighting. And a, you know, a fight video is next level when they can't even explain what's happening, when yeah. they can only react with like, ooh, <laughs> ooh, ooh, Because <laughs> most would be like, oh, wow, God, I'm good. But no, when you're not just like, one. ooh. That reminds me of like America's Funniest Home Videos when people would like get racked or like yeah, yeah, themselves. Yeah, yeah. You don't go, oh, look at that guy, he just got racked. You go, ooh. <laughs> Uh, okay, there's that one. There is a Just Scream hotline that has been aimed at reducing stress. An elementary school teacher has created a hotline for people to just scream on. Just Scream is the hotline created, and there's no live person. It records your screaming, and then it's uploaded with 70,000 other recorded screams, and you can go back and listen to it. Today is the last day of it. Amy was talking about she wanted to call it. Yeah, I just wanted to see what it was like. No, I know. that's not what you wanted to see. Be honest. Our I, listeners deserve your honesty. Okay, I wanted to see if I felt the release that science says comes along with screaming because there is a reason behind it. I've even read some articles where it says, like, you should maybe carve some time out of your day to go lay down, take a few deep breaths, and then scream and cry or do whatever, kick as loud as possible, and then return to normal breathing and carry on with your day. <laughs> So that's kind of what I plan on doing. Nice. I mean, just to test it out for the hotline. Well, if you want to call during this song, you can. Uh, okay. Have you called it? You haven't called it. Not yet. I was waiting. Shall I go lay down in your office? Why would you have to lay down? She has to lay down. And that's do the what whole thing, I read. It's good to lay down. I'm gonna play Gabby Barrett and let Amy handle her business. <laughs> I told you that our guest bathroom has to get redone because there was a leak in the shower. It's gotten into the floors. It's also gone into the guest bedroom. Told you all that. Because mm-hmm. And Kaylin uses the guest bathroom. She was like, I'll just walk over there and use that shower in that bathroom space. Don't have to share. It was music to my ears. <laughs> that bathroom's actually nicer than ours too, but okay. So it has a leak. We're done. We're like, can't use that one. So she's been sharing. I'm not kidding you. There was something wrong, I guess, with the plumbing. There's a leak in my shower. Oh, boy. Has warped the wood floors that are near it. And so now we've got two bathrooms. Oof. That's so just all falling apart. This, yeah. I, well, what's happened to the inspection on this house? Yeah. We're going to live there for like six, seven months. We go to another, we have two guest rooms, go to the other guest room, boom, shower won't come on last no. night. No. Oh it starts squirting out of above the shower head where the screw is. Yeah. Can't screw it back on, don't know what the deal is. So we gave ourselves bird baths last night. <laughs> I was about to say, when's the last time you showered? <laughs> so did that last night. Also, I wonder if I can play this. My car is making the weirdest noise. I drive in yesterday and it's going Huh. So not only are my showers busted, I'm gonna see if I have all, it may be terrible video, but I did take, cause the problem with when your car's broken is sometimes it's broken and then when you want it to be broken to show the person to fix it, it doesn't yep. show that it's broken. Yep. Here we go. This is the noise. Oh yeah, that's, that's oh awful. Whoa. Okay. So. Everybody's Whoa. dog right now is going. <laughs> so that happens yesterday. I didn't know carburetor. And there's more. Last Yesterday, they're finishing the studio that we're building at my house for the radio show. And they were doing some digging, and apparently they didn't mark the lines right. Popped right into an electric line. Oh, my goodness. Dude, it can't get much worse. Well, it can. No, no, no not for much house it. stuff. 
pretty much maxed out there. Wow. So but, for yeah. 2021, I'll be broke. Jeez Basically is it. So all that happened yesterday. You thought 2020 was bad. <laughs> just, this is a crappy day. It was just one after the Sorry, other. Man, just taking jabs. Uh, all right. What did I say I was going to do? Oh, here you go. We'll lighten it up a little bit. Okay, funny or no, here's a mom's brilliant way to tell her husband that she dented the car. By the way, remember when Amy wrecked a client's car? <laughs> yeah. Oh. I think Mazda gave Amy a car at one point. Yeah. And then for, she wrecked uh, it. I think I had it for two weeks. Mm-hmm. A woman is sitting in her car calling her husband. She reminds him of when she was pregnant, and he told everyone, we're pregnant. Then she hits him with something else unexpected. Here's a clip of the video. So remember when I was pregnant, you told everyone we're pregnant? Yeah. And remember when I gave birth, you told everyone we gave birth? Yeah. Well, um, we dented the car. Yeah, that's <laughs> so awesome. Dumb. Love it. That's so dumb. No, it's clever. Her name is Emily Mickey, mom of four. Her husband's a police officer. Um, this reminded me of also when Amy, sorry, when we all did at Amy's. All car. right, we did. Yeah. Right, we did it together. Shout out Mazda. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, let's go over and talk to Cody in North Carolina. Cody, you're on the Bobby Bone Show. What's going on with you? Good morning, guys. Morning. I was just listening to Lunchbox talk about him and his wife trying to learn how to drive a stick shift, and I figured that replacing a, a clutch might be better off than getting pulled over by the police. Well, what happened with you? Well, I was trying to teach my wife, who was my girlfriend at the time, how to drive a stick shift. And we went to Walmart parking lot, and she was doing pretty good. So we decided to get on the road. And all of a sudden, the blue light turned on behind us, and we get pulled over. And the officer says, "Uh, ma'am, we got a call about you being careless and reckless and that you might be uh, drunk out here driving. So (laughs) it might, uh, I think I'd rather replace the clutch than have to go through that again. (laughs) So when the cop comes up to your car, and obviously it looks like someone's impaired, I mean, you're you're swerving, what what do you tell the officer? Uh, Well, I just sat there and laughed. I let her do all the time. She got into this, she can get out of it. (laughs) So did she have to do a walk the line test or anything? No, thankfully, they uh, they pretty much knew once they got up to the window that she wasn't impaired. She was scared to death. And uh, he kind of messed with her for a minute. But, uh, <laughs> no, she didn't have to do that. That's funny. I appreciate the call. Lunchbox is going to go home either today or tomorrow after the show. He's going to go and, and present her with the deal. Yeah, I'm going to present her with what you said I should do, and I'm going to see if she'll agree to those terms, and we'll go from there. I don't know what my wife's going to think about it, but... You're you going to tell her that she... We'll learn under your guidance, but yeah. if she burns out the clutch in your car, she has to pay for it. Yes, or if she causes any other damage, okay. because you know she could actually hit a curb. You, know, you have no idea what's going to happen, so I want to make sure I get it on record and she's cool with it. I want to mention two things before we get into a song here. We're going to play Thomas Rhett in just a second. Uh, on the show's podcast today, we can't play it on the air, but Raymundo is releasing some never-before-heard audio of Amy getting upset when she can't record a commercial <laughs> right. Right, Raymundo? Yep. So it's audio that Ray says, quote, Amy does not want the world to hear. <laughs> so we're going to put this on our podcast today. This is Amy in her natural habitat trying to record a commercial <laughs> and it not going well. Oh, no. I can't. How long have you been holding on to this, Ray? An entire year, and it's some words I never thought I'd hear Amy what? say. Oh, wow. wow. Interesting. So search the Bobby Bone Show. <laughs> find the podcast today after it's loaded. It usually goes up about an hour after the show's over. And listen to the whole show. We do the show. We do extra. So listen to that. Never before heard audio of Amy. Okay. I want to mention HelloFresh as well. This is not a commercial, but I, I gave Eddie my last box. Last two boxes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I've been gone a little bit. 
And so Eddie hit me up yesterday and he was like, man, this is the greatest ever. He's got his 12-year-old son cooking. I mean, not only is like the, the food is really, really good. I'm a food snob first off. So like all these things that come in a box with recipes, I'm always like, come on, please. I can do way better than this. But it's really, really good. Like it tastes really, really good. And better than that, my 12-year-old, he's doing them. He's doing it from start to finish, Bones. I'm like, I'm watching the basketball game and he's cooking. I'm like, he's 12. This is the best thing in the world. I would compare that with me cooking for Caitlin. Probably. <laughs> well, he, he might be. Ahead of you, actually. So well, I asked, when I see him cutting like potatoes, I think of you. I'm like, oh, that's probably how Bobby does it. I do. Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you're saying, yeah. Backside of a butter knife, that's me. Uh, then let me say this. HelloFresh.com, if you go over there and you type in Bones 10, you get 10 free meals when you order like the, on your first four boxes. So it is fantastic. There's a card that tells you how to make it. It's all fresh ingredients. HelloFresh. Type in Bones 10, and you get 10 free meals whenever you order boxes. But uh, that's from Eddie. That, they didn't pay us to talk about the show. I love it. And anytime you want to give it to me again, yeah. I'm taking it. Well, if I'm gone, I'm going to yeah. give it to you because it's all fresh stuff. Yep. Here's a voicemail from David in Mississippi. I'm listening to the podcast right now, and y'all are talking about do you turn away from the shower head or look at the shower head? I am a grown man that sits down in the shower. Don't know why I do it. It just feels amazing to just sit down in the shower. I mean, I do stand up in the shower sometimes, but I would prefer to sit on the floor of the shower and shower like I'm sitting in a tub. How I roll, man. <laughs> that's how we roll. I would compare that with someone who stands at the urinal and takes all their clothes off. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know, like you do you. <laughs> Don't quite understand it. In public, though? <laughs> yeah. People do that. Yeah. Yes. What? What? And you walk in, you see everything. Yeah, the, what? The yeah. yeah. I, it's rare. It's like a shooting star. You see one every few years and you're like, look at that, there it is. It's like when you walk out of the bathroom and someone's been at the urinal and they can't pee without, or sit like on the physically toilet Physically, they naked. can't do it. Right. You walk out and you tell your friends, guess what I just saw? Uh-huh. Every time. Mm-hmm. That's so interesting. I had no idea that was a thing. <laughs> Next time it happens, I'll call you in. Right. I'll keep a little fake mustache on hand. Yeah, I need to on see you. this in the, the sitting in the shower. I can do that too, but normally it's I'm having a breakdown. Yeah, that's that's his normal. That's his normal, I yeah. know. Yeah. Well, thanks, David, Mississippi. We <laughs> appreciate what it took to put that on the air here. Call our voicemail line if you'd like. 877-77-BOBBY. Just appreciate you listening. We know there are 10,000 places you could be, but you're with us. And we're very grateful for that. Uh, tomorrow, mystery guest in the second hour of the show who will come on and will announce something. Thomas Rhett will be on third hour of the show. Uh, other than that, dance parties. We'll see you then. What's going on today? Anything? I have therapy today so that I guess I don't end up on the shower floor. <laughs> nice. <laughs> what about you? I have a radon test at the house. What I'm is just that? Looking at my, I don't for your house. Like, isn't that like, is that like a, a gas or something? Maybe, maybe. I don't know. I have the dog trainers coming over to the house to work on a couple things with us and the new dog. That's happening. Pest control is today. I have a Zoom about a wrestling TV show we're pitching out. Who's wrestling? It's a small wrestling company. It's a oh. Re- reality show. Oh, like real wrestlers. Okay, now that you're like throwing Eddie in there. <laughs> mm. What? <laughs> Hardy is coming over for a Bobby cast. that will be up Friday. It's a oh, big, big day. Long day. Another. I've had three COVID tests in three days. I have another one today. Because as the cases get worse for me to do things, I have to be tested all the time. Mm. Just as clearance to be able to get on sets places. So today will be my fourth COVID test in four days. Wow. I'm trying to run the streak. All right. And they're all negative? Well, <laughs> <laughs> one was, two were. <laughs> no, they all are. I hope the radon one is negative. This does not look good. 
If you get radon poisoning, well, I've been itching and I have a little tail growing, but does that matter? <laughs> you know who I saw last night? Jen Wayne from Runaway June. Yeah. Was parking because I, I worked at the Opry last night. We stopped to grab, pick up some food. And she was getting out of her car. I had a mask on. She was like, Bobby? And I was like, no one ever recognizes me in a mask. And I was like, yeah. But it did say Razorbacks on the front of it, and I do have <laughs> big glasses. And I was like, yeah, what's up? She goes, hey. And I didn't even congratulate her on just getting married. Oh, yeah. I was so surprised that, first of all, people don't come up to you with a mask anyway. Just cause, And then saw Natalie Stovall from Runaway June. She was oh. there, too. Yeah. Big, big night out and about town picking us with to go food. <laughs> See you guys tomorrow. Have a good day. Bye. On, on, on Twitter and Instagram. Mr.